Oh, okay. It's going. It's fine. Oh, okay. I don't know what the fuck happened. But so are we recording now? Yeah. Okay. Um, I can hey. cut this out. Slash. No, this is we'll the cold open. We're we're using this. I'm Cecilia. You're listening to Maze of Horror. How, how are you doing? Hey, okay. it's been a while. It's been... When was the last time we released an episode? May? <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest, I deleted our own podcast out of my podcast feed. Wow. <laughs> wow. Mine's still in there. I haven't listened to any of them. Wait, you haven't listened to any of them Like, all? since then. Oh, since then. Yeah. I re-listened to our last episode. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, when we decided we were going to do this. Oh, good. I hear my own voice and immediately clock, like, no. And just check out. Check out, yeah. Yeah, so I guess should we should start by telling people that we're on uh, new equipment. So yeah, hopefully you can tell. Check out this dope sound quality. Nice and crisp. Crisp. <laughs> but we've got no pop filters, so every plosive, you're going to hear it. Good. At least for a little bit. Oh, I'm my tears. <laughs> <laughs> this is my mic. Oh God. So what's what's been going on in your hiatus time? Oh man, so much. Um, I've been working from home mostly, and then I no longer am working. <laughs> I quit my job, like literally last on Friday. This is Saturday. Yesterday, um, dropped off all my stuff that was property of the state, and then left and so now i'm officially done and then i start my new job in a few weeks hey. Yo. i'm not gonna mention where i work yet but it's a nice awesome nonprofit. <laughs> but it's yeah it's good i'm excited it pays more which is a very good thing dope yes but working from home has not been good for me <laughs> in any way um how about you uh, I've been working from home since March, so I think when we last recorded it, many people knew that I was working from home. I'm still working from home. Uh, right now, the company I work for is planning on working from home until January. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to go back to the office. <laughs> yes, I am less productive, but However. I do not want to commute. <laughs> yeah, it's... I just, like, was unable to separate my, like relax area and space with like work yeah and then i will say i'm very good about separating work from home like if it's 4 30 if i get a call at 4 29 (laughs) i am not picking it up because (laughs) it's definitely going over 4 30 and 4 30 is the time i am done god uh but i i was also until pretty recently until we started talking about bringing back the podcast i was also working for the 2020 decennial census. I was doing IT for the census. Uh, and that was an experience. I actually kind of miss it. Not because of the work, because the work was boring, but I met some great people, made some friends. Oh, so cute. The census connecting us all. Please stop. In so many ways. I did my census. Proud of you. Thanks. Um, Just as some, like, background for all our 
listeners, and by all I mean like all ten of the people who tune into this podcast ever, uh, we have been trying to record since like uh, noon thirty today. It has taken us two and a half hours to number one figure out how to use the mics because it should have been easier than it was. Uh, and number two, when we realized we needed new equipment, get the new equipment. Uh, and the number three got held up by a fucking Trump parade. I... <laughs> it's... Yeah. I think had it only been the elect, like the equipment stuff, like it wouldn't have been bad. Because, like, we are being, like, safe. Like, I, I mean, I've been tested, so, like, I know I don't have COVID. If your people are worried about us being, like, in the same room together... I mean, the idea of just, like, going to a store right now sometimes is just like, oh, no, yikes. But, yeah, that fucking parade. So, I was driving, um, which, fun fact, I can drive. I don't know if I mentioned before that I can have a license or a car, but I have both now. Um, and at first, I thought it was just, like, a couple cars, but then I saw the police officer, like, directing traffic and just, like it was green for us and people weren't going and I was like oh no I know what this is so I started playing the song fuck Donald Trump I forget the artist there's a whole playlist I just looked it up on on Spotify um and started playing it um at some point the people in the cars in front of us just turned around to leave because like you know but we had to get to the other side anyway (laughs) so even if we like moved up they were blocking probably one of the busiest intersections mm. on the side of town that we're on. Yeah, yeah. And so at some mm. point I got to like the front. Um and so then that's when I rolled the windows down and turned the song <laughs> up. Um and then other people were driving by too. There was like someone who was like hanging out of a car, yeah, like flipping them off. Shout out to the queen that was yeah. hanging out of the car yelling at the Trump parade. Absolutely. And then like people were trying to fucking like wave at us from their Trump cars and we just like flipped them off. It was, like, sad, because there was one that had, like, children in the backseat, and that just, like, upset, like, that made me so sad. Because I'm like, your children, but now they're racist, now I hate your children. <laughs> but, like, not to get too political Not to get too political, but Trump can choke. But, like, chunk. Not chunk. I almost said chunk, chunk which is my no. roommate's dog. Trump <laughs> can, uh, uh, conveniently fall down a set of stairs. Yeah. Stairs. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So that's how that went. But now we're here. But now we're here. In my basement. Uh, this is our recording studio. Sure. This area in my basement. Uh, because we did decide that it would probably be easier and better if we recorded together. Yeah. And so this one might still be... I still don't know how to like how close to be to the microphone. And so I'll like have been switching back and forth so we'll see what works best yeah i'm trying to like maintain the same distance because like at least that way it's like the same yeah but i can like hear myself breathing stop being a fucking mouth (laughs) i have asthma okay uh so that's our uh i guess relevant updates we're here we are we're here, we're queer, and we're gonna tell some stories. We're gonna fucking give you that content that you have been craving for the last uh, five months. God. May to October is five months. I can't count, nor can I read. So. As a, yeah, as a, as a proper gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, time means nothing. But. You get one straight quality in yours where neither math or reading. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. 
So for our comeback episode, um, we decided since it's going to be um, coming out in October, it's a spooky month, we just uh, have stories related to Halloween, and then at the end, we have some trivia, so you can play along. Um, Ash has a set of questions, I have a set of questions, that we'll be asking each other, but then at home, keep a tally, let us know how you did. You won't get anything, because we're poor, but <laughs> let us know anyway. Also for like... To clarify, I guess for my own sake, um, we didn't confer what kind of trivia we were doing. So all of Cecilia's trivia is like related to actual Halloween stuff, like Mm -hmm. the holiday. Uh, And mine is all movie, horror movie trivia. Um, So I'm expecting Cecilia to get a lot of mine right and for me to get none of Cecilia's right. (laughs) Mine's got a mix of history, got a mix of lots of stuff. Added a dunce cap on my vocals somehow. Yeah. Um, it just yeah. after every time you speak, sad <laughs> trombone sound. Uh, so we're talking about some Halloween urban legend mm-hmm. myths today. Um, so I guess we had decided I'm going first. Yeah. So I'm bringing two urban legends to our listening audience today. I'm bringing uh, my first one, which is the Hangman Halloween prop urban legend. Have you heard about this one? Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people have. This is pretty. I feel like this is probably one of the most uh, well-known Halloween urban legends. So, like, for those of you who don't know, the uh, basic premise of the myth is that a Halloween decoration of a hangman or a dead person turns out to be a real corpse. Um, So, (laughs) is this urban legend true or false? Um... According to the one episode of Criminal Minds that I think has this premise, yes. Yes, it is true. Uh, not because Criminal Minds told you, though. <laughs> what? They would never lie to me. Spencer Reed would never lie to me. I love him. So, yeah, this one is true. Uh, so, this is actually unfortunately true. Um, a lot of the information that I found for today's episode came from Snopes.com. Ooh. Um, so from the Snopes article, they do give a lot of relevant, like, news articles as far as, like, things that have actually happened or that have been true. So from the Chicago Tribune in October of 1990, 17-year-old Brian Jewell um, was a victim of an accidental suicide as a result of, uh, of uh, this hanged man's... I mean, not because of the myth he was an accidental suicide, but... Uh, something that perpetuates the urban legend Mm. is that this happened um so he was working on a hay rack ride not on the hay rack itself but like as a performer Uh, and the stunt that he was doing had worked on several other nights so this wasn't the first night that he was doing it uh but basically he would hang himself for Mm. this hay rack ride um the noose that they were using wasn't meant to like tighten yeah um and so like when he stepped down off of the thing, his feet were even touching the ground, which was, like, supposed to be even safer. But, like, for some reason, the noose tightened around his neck, and it was an accident. It resulted in an accidental suicide. Um, Again, in 2001, October of 2001, an article from the Associated Press. uh, This this is going to keep getting a little bit more depressing, (laughs) because it it, it is all the, almost all the instances that I found were teen boys. Oh, no. Um, So, 14-year-old Kayla Reb. Uh, another haunted hayrack ride, strangely mm-hmm. enough. Um, so Alpine Ridge Farms in Michigan is where it happened. He, I and mean, this is really sad because, like, it didn't have to happen yeah. this way. 
Um, he wasn't even assigned to like this kind of a thing. Mm. Um, but the article said that he apparently felt awkward just like jumping out from behind mm. the bushes to scare people. Um, so he took the place of a skeleton that was hanged in a tree. Sorry if you can hear my roommate's dog barking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, he took the place of a skeleton that was hanging out of a tree for the attraction. Um, and obviously, you know, if you hang out the skeleton, you're not thinking about like a non-tightening noose. Right. Um, but the article says that when he started scrambling to get the double knotted rope off from around his neck, fellow workers and like people on the attraction just thought he was acting that's like the worst i think part of it is that like well on both sides obviously like as the person like you're freaking out and you're trying to like ask for help and everyone's just like haha ooh, scary everyone's like yeah but then like also being the one that's like oh yeah like having a great time and then like on the news the next day is like by the way by the way, that kid died. Yeah, like you saw someone die, and then just like, ugh, God. Yeah, it, this myth is especially dark, and like in retrospect, I mean, I should have picked it a little <laughs> bit more lighthearted that wasn't I mean, like just back to back kids dying. No. But, um, because, I mean, continuing on, another example that we have here of uh, this being true is that in Kentucky in 2013, and this was actually in September, so it was right mm-hmm. before Halloween, or right before October. Uh, 16-year-old Jordan Moreland uh, was hanging decorations up for Halloween in his own front yard. Oh, no. Um, And he was trying to prank his little sister. Oh, no. So he was going to pretend to hang from a noose decoration that he had put up, again, in his own front yard. Um, And according to the coroner's report, um, he likely became disoriented when he put the noose around his neck. Uh, and ended up cutting oxygen off from his brain for oh, 20, 30 seconds. Jesus. Uh, he was then discovered by his younger sister and his mom. Ugh. Uh, and that's, that one is especially dark. Yeah. Oh, um, that's just, like, so awful. I, like, can't imagine. Well, because, like, I mean... It's it, hard because, like, if you put, you could put yourself in, like, the position of being that 16-year-old right, kid. Right, right. Because that's what I was going to say. I'm, like, the fact that they are all the same age kind of like well yeah like as a kid you don't really think of this as being like a right and like like, you know like as a kid I would never have thought like oh this might kill me it was just like oh this is gonna be a spooky little prank (laughs) this will be so funny and then it's like (laughs) so the myth kind of came back into popularity in 2014 uh, because of an Empire News article Oh. Uh, so the Empire News article that kind of re-seminated this urban legend into like cultural ethos? I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but uh, this one is actually fake. Okay. Um, So there's a literal disclaimer on the Empire News site that talks about how the Empire News site itself is just fake news that's like supposed to be like funny or whatever. But there are something like over 150,000 shares on Facebook about this uh, article. Um, So, you know, for everything that's going on in the world politically, this the proliferation of fake news is not a God. 2020 thing. Yeah, what it's is it? Like, media literacy is, <laughs> like, I think that's what it's called. It has been on the downhill since the internet was created. Did you ever take a media literacy class in high school? I don't think so. I think, like, the most it was just, like, when we got taught how to write, like, research papers and we're told, like, this is how you find a credible source and, like, <laughs> da 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 But they never talked about, like, social media and, like, 
because like back then I feel like people didn't get their news from social media yeah. it was just like a way to like talk to people and like whatever but then like I think college like when I to so like 2015 and on was when that happened more was like the news and like this is how people only, like this is the only way people get their news and that's when it started to I, I do want to backtrack to nitpick on back then as if we are ancient when we went to high school <laughs> less than 10 years ago. Okay, well, it's just how I express time. It's not real anyway. <laughs> time is a human construct. Exactly. Nothing is real. Uh, we actually did. I mean, I don't, it wasn't like a, media, like a literacy class, but like, I think we had, and I, this sounds fake because I don't actually think it was called like library resources or whatever mm. but like we had time when we would just be in the library and like our librarian yeah. talked about it what like the thing where it's like think is it true yeah is it that's honest th- yeah yeah that thing yeah. yeah that thing i think that turned into like media like social media literacy and stuff like that but i think back then it was mostly for like research for purposes research. um where it's like wikipedia is not a reliable source a fucking lie. It's a fucking lie. I exclusively oh, yeah. use Wikipedia for this podcast. It condenses everything you need. Just scroll to the bottom and there's your sources. They even cite them for you. Like, exactly. Just, just copy and paste your citations <laughs> from yeah. Wikipedia. Make sure what you actually write isn't copy-pasted from Wikipedia, but... But... There you go. But there you go. So that, that kind of brought it back into, like, mm-hmm. I mean, popularized it in current day. Uh, but the actual origin of this urban legend uh, kind of dates back to... 1976. Back then? Back then. Back before we were born. So that, that is an appropriate use of oh, back okay. then. Okay. <laughs> uh, so this is actually December of 1976. So in 1976, a Universal Studios camera crew showed up to New Pike Amusement Park in Long Beach, California to film an episode of the television show Six Million Dollar Man, hmm. which I think is also a movie, so the show's based on the movie. Oh, okay. I don't or know. I have, to have no... Show. I don't, I don't know. I will say this at every opportunity that I'm given. I don't watch good movies. <laughs> I don't I don't partake in cinema. <laughs> I don't view fl- films. The film. I watch Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we talked about the kind of movies that you like to watch before, and they're all... Bad ones. Yes. Um, so they're filming an episode for this show, Six Million Dollar Man. So while the camera crew, or while the crew of the show is preparing the set in the corner of like a fun house in this amusement park, uh, a set worker moved a hanging man prop, causing one of the arms to fall off, and was like, Natch, startled because there was human bone in it. Natch. Natch. Naturally. Uh, so who was this corpse? Yeah. Right? Like, where did he come from? Where'd you go? Cotton Eye Joe? Cotton Eye Joe. It was him? It was not. It was Elmer McCurdy. (laughs) So Elmer McCurdy, uh, and this is wild. I didn't Mm -hmm. look into it. Uh, This is unrelated, but I'll side note about this. I didn't look into it, but like, how do you, how do you even get this information? Like, how did the original people research this man? Like, back then? Like, back then. Like, in 1976. Because Elmer McCurdy was a young man in 1911. I think you had to, like, speak to people. And like in person oh, and knock on a door and be like hello be could not be me i think your son died <laughs> tell me about it oh, oh. sad it's so sad <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> people in 1976 had no bedside manner they just show up to people's doors and be like 
Ma'am, well, your son is fucking dead. Yeah, I mean, as a journalist, you wouldn't need... Well, I guess you do, but... Yeah, you you need to be, like... I don't think... That, yeah. You need to know how to interact with people as a journalist, I would say. Like, with empathy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree. <clears throat> okay, so, Owen McCurdy, he was a young man in 1911, uh, and this guy, he robbed a train of $46. Oh, my God. So, in 19... I mean, in today's, like... Money. Money, $46, like, doesn't sound like anything, but adjusted for inflation, it's still not that much. Oh it's God. only $1,260.30. Okay, only. Only. Okay, only. Listen, <laughs> that is, I guess, technically more money than the Trump administration has given us for almost a year of coronavirus. Yeah. That is more than my net worth, I think. <laughs> hey, we've got these mics to add to our net worth. Oh, fuck yeah. Like 40, 40 bucks. 40 bucks. Split. We are up 40 bucks. Um, so, so I just did for inflation, it was $1,260.30. He also stole two jugs of whiskey. So oh. a man after my own heart. Yeah. And this took place in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So he told the posse, I imagine like a sheriff's posse or police <laughs> posse, that was going after him that he would not be taken in alive. Ooh. So they fucking capped him. <laughs> Jesus. They're like, I bet. I bet. <laughs> Six rounds right in his noggin. Oh, I don't actually know. Oh, okay. But they did shoot but they, him. Okay. They did shoot him. Um, so right after he was embalmed, though, uh, the undertaker was like, damn, he's pretty hot in <laughs> fancy clothes, though. <laughs> I mean, not like that, but, like, that's what I think, because, like, why else would, would he have kept his corpse and, like, propped him up in the back room of his, like, undertaking studio? Undertaking studio. Um. I don't. Undertaking office? Building? building for you know wherever he does his work um so he propped him up and he would charge people a nickel oh my god which translates to a dollar 37 to see a dead body a dollar 37 to see this dead body and people would just drop that nickel straight in elmer mccurdy's mouth like uh, what i'm sorry (laughs) yes like for real (laughs) for real so that's the way it works is like he would charge people a nickel to see this corpse right and, and then it, deface it? And then deface it by just dropping this nickel into his mouth. Oh my god, how'd he get it out? I I didn't research, but I imagine he just put his hand up his butt. That would have... Right? Re- no, How I, else would you do it? I you feel like you'd have to cut him hole. open. I think he probably put like a little zipper in there. Yeah, there was, <laughs> zippers didn't exist in 1911. <laughs> I a little... Don't. A latch. A latch. So yeah. Oh my god. I think he pulled him out his butt, but... But they filled this man's corpse with nickels. Oh, my God. Uh, and so when no next of kin showed up to claim him, he just kept fucking collecting nickels. Oh, my God. Right? For, like, four years. Because then in 1915, two guys show up, and they're like, hey, that corpse back there, that's my fucking brother. Oh, shit. So naturally, the undertaker was like, natch. Natch. He was like, yeah, I guess, I mean, take him. He's your brother, right? <laughs> um, these men were not his brother. <gasps> They were carnival promoters. Oh, my God. And they took this body to Texas. That's the worst part. The worst part of the crime. <laughs> the worst part of the crime is taking him. I think Oklahoma is the worst part, actually. Yeah, but. Oklahoma's fine. I mean, which one's more purple? Oklahoma on the range. <laughs> Isn't that about Oklahoma? I don't think so. Or There's no antelope in Oklahoma. Isn't that that song that has antelope in it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's about Kansas. <laughs> it's about the state of Kansas. Anyway. 
Anyway, they fucking bamboozle the Undertaker and take this corpse to Texas. Uh, and they continue to bill him the same way that the Undertaker had billed him, which oh is like God. the outlaw who wouldn't give up or whatever. Uh, and they keep charging people a nickel to see him and putting him in his mouth. Uh, so from there, I guess the history gets a little bit muddy, but mm-hmm. Elmer's body has been all over the place. He's been in Mount Rushmore. Uh, and then he was at the L.A. Wax Museum. Huh. Um, and then he was a stage prop for some smaller film productions. And eventually he ended up in Long Beach at this amusement park where at the time that they broke it, his fucking arm off, he'd been there for four years. I was going to say, that embalming must have been, like, amazing. <laughs> I mean, that's why I called it an Undertaker studio. That Undertaker was an artiste. <laughs> um, so he'd been there for four years when he was discovered by the crew, and by discovered, I mean that was fully an accident. Who knows how much longer he would have been in there if someone didn't accidentally, like, break his arm off. Uh, finally, though, in April of 1977, he was laid to rest. Oh, R.I.P. Um, With a belly full of nickels. I hope so. I hope they let him keep his nickels. He earned that. <laughs> he he ended up being buried in Guthrie, Oklahoma, so they took him back to Oklahoma. Uh, and the medical examiner there ordered two cubic yards of cement to be poured over the coffin before the grave was closed. So no one would take him? So no one would take his body again. Jesus. But, like, also, what's stopping other people from taking <laughs> other bodies? <laughs> yeah. I Okay, because, like, hopefully we'll talk about this at some point, but I know that they used, at least in, like, the poltergeist, they used real human skeletons as right. props in that movie. So it's not like it hasn't been done before, but this this guy's body went on a fucking ride. A fucking ride that lasted 60-plus years. Jesus. Uh, which is, like... It's wild to us now, but I feel like it was definitely more prevalent, you know, back then. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, H.H. H. Holmes. Yeah. Like, used to, like, dig up bodies and, like, sell them to medical schools right. for, like, autopsy shit. But, like... Okay. Uh, God. So, this is just a kind of fun fact to, <laughs> to end this particular urban myth or urban legend, but uh, there is a song that's kind of based on his story. It's called Cowboy Outlaw by Brian Dewin. Oh, I love that, actually. It's like a storytelling song. Like, he changes some of the details, but, mm-hmm. like, it was inspired by yeah. uh, Elmer McCurdy and his body's journey. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's that urban legend. That's the hanged man uh, decoration is actually wow. a human corpse, and that is uh, verifiably true in Damn. a lot of situations. okay. Most of them sad. Um, some of them just buck fucking wild. <laughs> I do have a little um, skeleton man in my home. Um, that I think I'll name after this guy. You're gonna name him Elmer? Yeah. Kinda like that name. That is my favorite part of Halloween, is the anatomically incorrect skeletons <laughs> that they sell at, like, Target. Yes. I got, like, I think every year I think I get one. Um, one year when I was in college, that was my, it was part of my costume. I had, like, a shirt that I just, like, paint, like, a white shirt, and I painted on, like, it was, like, bones. Um, like, the hollow parts and stuff, and then I just carried around the little skeleton with me all day to classes. And said it was my son. I love that for you. Yeah. I tried to buy a baby Bjorn, but they're all way too expensive. So I could, like, carry them around. Um, unrelated to skeletons, but related to baby Bjorns. Uh, my mom has a baby Bjorn for her dog. Oh, my God. Amazing. <laughs> I love that, and I love strollers for dogs. It's very good. They're, he's too spoiled, my parents' dog, specifically. I mean, any dog that has a stroller is probably spoiled. <laughs> any dog that doesn't get just, like, dry kibble food is spoiled, I think. He gets wet food. Oh. Because he fancy. Ooh. He gets Little Caesar. 
filet mignon. The pizza? <laughs> <laughs> the pizza? The pizza? Which came first, the pizza or the dog food? Is this a trivia? Like a no, <laughs> I don't know the answer to this. I okay, uh, twenty three BC. <laughs> what? Still not an answer. That's not an answer. That was not an option. What? We have only gotten dumber since the hiatus began. <laughs> I'll speak for myself only. I have only gotten dumber. No, I mean the same, and I, I can't blame like alcohol because I would before, but. All this month, my roommates and I have been doing Sober October, so we haven't been drinking. So genuinely cannot blame anything except my own rotting brain. (laughs) I blame it on uh, my doctor taking away sugar from me. So I have no sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) I think you're 23 BC. So... My second urban legend that I'm bringing to the table today, yeah. uh, to our our table that's our recording table, but mostly our snack table. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, is the campus Halloween murders? Ooh, How do you heard of this one? Uh, I I saw it like on the list of like well known things, but like I didn't look into it at all. But like before. No. No. Okay. So the basic premise of this one is well. Okay, I'm gonna ask. Well, yeah. No, I'll do the basic premise first, okay. and then I'll ask you if you think it's real or not. Uh, so, the basic premise is that a famous psychic predicted a mass murder on a college campus that was going to happen on Halloween. Yes. Yes. It's true. It's true? Yes. It's false. Ugh. But psychics are never wrong. Never. Never, ever. No. One told me I have a moon face. Like, a moon-shaped face. I don't think you need to be a psychic to, like... (laughs) (laughs) Wow! I just mean, like, that's, like, a visual thing you can, like... Not, like... The shape, like the essence, and like the stuff about the moon. I know I have a round face. <laughs> well, I didn't. I thought I don't know. Like if she like looked at your face and then looked at the moon emoji on like the Apple keyboard emoji and was like, yeah, that tracks. Like the way many of my friends have bullied me before. Yeah. Well, they'll they'll send a picture and then they'll put the emoji next to it. Be Listen, I did. I didn't know. Anyway. I didn't know. I'm sorry. I apologize. This is our return episode, but we are gonna break up after this episode. Uh, yeah. I mean, you already said we're not friends, so... I... I didn't say I implied it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So the origin of this one... uh, So the first known appearance of this urban legend actually happened in the Midwest. (laughs) Represent. In 1968. uh, And it was possibly, probably inspired by real-life murderer Richard Speck. Oh. Okay. So, um, I mean... I didn't want to, like, do a whole episode on Richard Speck, obviously, but Speck was a man, an Illinois man, who raped one and tortured and killed eight student nurses from South Chicago Community Hospital um, the night of July 13th into the morning of July 14th of 1966. Uh, Speck was eventually convicted and sentenced to death, uh, but was la- the death sentence was later overturned, uh, so Speck ended up dying of a heart attack in his cell in 1991 at the age of 49 years old. Rot, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, so since its origins, though, in 1960, whatever I said, 68? Yeah, 68. I don't know. I'm... Are you listening to my story? <laughs> I'm listening. My, my memory is also very bad. And I remember you said a date, and then it went out way. And I never will now. Not with that voice. It's a face worse than death. 
um, since Origins, the story has had several notable reoccurrences, uh, kind of in popular, I guess, knowledge. Uh, so in 1979, uh, in the Midwest, it came back up. 1983, it came back up nationwide. 1986, Central Pennsylvania had, like, a little bout, I guess, of it. Uh, 1991, New England. And in 1998, it was the Midwest. Uh, so people theorize that in 1998, it was actually inspired by the release of the film in 1998 called Urban Legend. Oh. Did you ever, have you ever seen that movie? I think I've heard of it. It's like a series, uh, but the first one was er- just called Urban Legend. It was released oh. in 1998. Uh, it's got Jared Leto in it. I've seen parts of it for sure, I know, mm. uh, but it, it would have been many, many years ago because yeah. I have no direct recollection of it. Um, but this film notably highlighted the college campus murder, murder legends in the film, like going so far as to have like a recreation of oh. it in the movie. Uh, this film is probably a movie that if I rewatched it, I would love because it does have a 21% on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> which makes it awesome. <laughs> um, but despite being like an objectively terrible movie, um, film and folklore scholars uh, do, I guess revere it might be a strong word, but revere it. <laughs> I guess I wrote credited it, which is okay. more on par. They do credit it as being one of the first major films to redistribute urban legends and folklore, the urban legend and folklore in the movie back into the public. Okay, yeah. So they kind of brought some of these urban legends back to the forefront yeah. of people's minds. Um, in the early years of the legend, people would specifically say that the psychic who predicted it was uh, Jean Dixon. Have you ever heard of Jean Dixon? No. No. Uh, I think we should do an episode about her. Ooh, I think okay. we should do an episode about psychics because there's a yes. lot of it for here. Uh, but Jean Dixon was an American psychic, self-proclaimed American psychic, Our is own. how is how Wikipedia <laughs> describes That's her. That's rude. Um, who supposedly predicted the assassination of JFK? Oh shit! <laughs> supposedly, oh. Uh, she passed away in 1991. Oh. So any any sort of reoccurrence of this myth post 1991 or 1991 would just say that this was. A psychic, right? But it's very uh, but previously people would say, "Oh, Gene Dixon oh, okay. predicted." Um, so some common factors in the, the 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 history of this myth or legend is that obviously it was always coming from a psychic, but they would announce the prediction on a talk show. So like uh, Letterman, Johnny Carson, Oprah, Montel Williams, Geraldo Rivera, and Joan Rivers okay. um, were like notable talk shows that people brought up for this um potential the potential murderer murderer uh murderer murderer is oftentimes reported to be a crazed student or like a slighted professor uh this like hits different i think since like the um like the shootings oh i was thinking about the actual professor from Simpson who committed a murder. <laughs> oh, TBT though, yes, that would too. That happened uh, this year. Oh my god, it did. Yeah, so fun fact. I mean, it's out there. Uh, she was a, an adjunct, adjunct, adjunct sorry. professor, but she was. I actually don't know where she. They're at in her case. Um, I she think got, she like, was released on bond. Yeah, uh, but she, like, I don't think she's saying that. Well, I think she was saying she didn't kill him, but I, I so. Not to, like, wildly speculate with no information, but I believe when they first, like, apprehended her, Mm -hmm. 
I guess her story and like the story that was being reported was that it was like kinky sex with her husband yeah. gone wrong yeah. because he was like tied to a chair yeah. and like possibly had panties stuffed in his mouth. Yeah. Um, I don't know for uh, sure. Yeah, so like it's <laughs> we'll maybe check back in once something comes up, but I do know people who had her as an advisor and just like they just d- didn't finish the class. It's like, what the fuck else are you gonna do? Right. Yeah, she was an econ professor, but yeah. she was not there while I was in school, so I never had her as yeah. a professor. But um, anyway, so yeah, I was called- relating that more to like just the epidemic of like school shootings, because oh. like this murder, and every time like this makes it sound like it's someone going around like stabbing people. Yeah, and so that's another thing that's like part of the myth or whatever is that the murder weapon is always a sharp object. Mm. Um, so like some place or some people or sometimes when it reemerges they call the person who's the murderer like the hatchet man or whatever because he comes around with a hatchet yeah. or an axe or a knife the other people that the psychic supposedly predicts is, are responsible for it are maintenance workers mm. um escaped convicts which is like something you see a lot <laughs> <No>. like <laughs> hashtag movie trope right <laughs> uh, or like escaped maniacs from an asylum or like this one was kind of weird to me but like very very specifically it would be someone who was going to be dressed as a little bo peep what the fuck? <laughs> um, I don't like I, that. I don't like that. I don't know how that started. Like, who was, like, yeah. And, like, if that was, like, part of the projection, they would also be, like, ooh, the town that it was going to happen in, outlawed dressing as a little Bo Peep for Halloween. Um, I, I, I can't, like, really picture what I think little Bo Peep looks like, though. I can't picture what little Bo Peep looks like because my mental image is so colored by little Bo Peep in Toy Story. True. Yeah, I guess I think of like a big skirt and like sheep. <laughs> yeah, <it>. sheep. <laughs> a sheep. A sheep. A single sheep. Um, but that one kind of struck me. I guess you can kind of. Have you seen Happy Death Day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually haven't. But yeah. <laughs> I've seen the trailers, and I guess that kind of reminds me of that because like it takes place on a college campus, yeah. and they are wearing like a weird. It's like a kind baby, of baby mask. mask. Yeah. And so the predicted number of people or of victims um, is almost usually always nine, which kind of correlates to Richard Speck's number of victims, Um, but also 10 or 12 are pretty frequently predicted. Um, Like I said, the murder weapon is always some kind of sharp object like an axe or a hatchet or a knife. Um, And then the college that's targeted or like, I mean, the details always kind of vary to fit where it is. But the college always has some kind of a landmark, like a river or hills or a cemetery nearby. Um, or it's, like, specifically targeting, like, the freshman dorm or, like, uh, an yeah. H-shaped building. What? Like, what would what would ours have been? What would Simpson have been? Yeah. Uh, college campus with arches. Yeah. Because we, we have, like, those arches that you walk through. The squirrels that are a little too chill. Or, like, a uh, college campus with a medallion. <laughs> Also, they should pay us because we're mentioning them a lot. Yeah, we're this this episode is not sponsored by Simpson College. No, actually, they keep asking us for money. So. <laughs> I they actually don't have my alumni information. <laughs> I refuse to give it to them. Um, so in 1998, some of the details uh, about the resurgence of this in 1998 were, were that the psychic appeared on Montel Williams or Oprah. Uh, the college that was going to be targeted was either a Big Ten college or a Big Ooh. Twelve college, um, and the dorm shape, the dorm building that was going to be specifically targeted, was shaped like an H. Hmm. 
Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to think of like what a good sound effect is for this transition because I'm thrilled to talk about this. <laughs> the Iowa Connection! I dropped my mic, literally fell. <laughs> so there's an Iowa Connection. Did you hear that, my boys? An Iowa Connection. We're coming at you from Iowa with this Iowa we'll, Connection. We'll just like gently shake some corn in the background. <laughs> That's the sound of me shucking. We're shucking. Get some pigs in there. Uh. Okay, I hate this, but the only thing that I could think of was that meme where there's like a corn stalk and then a girl walking away, um, and the the, ti- the text is "Country girls make yes! you." <laughs> I both hate and love that. <laughs> love when I say it to other people. Hate it when it is said to me. <laughs> hate it when it. Hate it when I remember it exists. Uh, so Iowa connection. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna pull up the article to actually read the whole article to you guys. It's not very long, so it shouldn't take long. But just some background details. Um, this article was published in the Daily Iowan on October 22nd of 1998, um, and it was written by Nathan Hill, and I've got some information on oh, Nathan nice. Hill, we'll go through this in a second, but, um, so here's the article from the Daily Iowan, um, the title of the article is, uh, I kind of cut off half of it, oh, no, I got it, uh, the title is, Newsflash, Oprah Massacre Not Coming to Mayflower. Oh, also, like... This was this is like an archived like newspaper. Yes, this is archived. I was really hoping that I could get a picture of like the actual physical mm-hmm. archived copy. Um, I did not, but I'll put up a picture of like the digital copy uh, because they do have digital archives, and that I think is supremely neat. Yeah. That there's this Iowa connection. Um, so here's the article from the Daily Iowa, and it goes. Residents of Mayflower Residence Hall can rest easy this Halloween now that the rumor asserting a massacre would occur there has been quashed. Many UI students reported Wednesday that they had heard a psychic appear, appearing on the Oprah Winfrey show earlier in the week foretelling a mass murder transpiring on Halloween in a Big Ten dorm, which was shaped like an H and was near a graveyard. So we're hitting all those little, like, markers of this urban legend. Like, there's a landmark, the graveyard, uh, this dorm building is shaped like an H. It's a Big Ten school. So continuing on with the article, some students even said that the psychic narrowed the possible site of the manslaughter to, of the slaughter, not manslaughter, to either UI or Indiana University. Oh God. Okay. Most students who had heard the rumor said Mayflower was going to be the scene of the tragedy because of its quote unquote proximity to Oakland Cemetery, 1000 Brown Street, Iowa City, and its shape, which closely resembles an H backwards. I think an H looks the same either way you put it. Is it lowercase or uppercase? Oh, I guess the article has a capital H in quotations, but I guess the only way that you could even do it backwards do is it lower. backwards lowercase. Yeah, because <laughs> Nathan Hill, please respond to my email. <laughs> Take oh. away his Pulitzer right now. He doesn't. Have, I misreported. I said he had a Pulitzer. Oh. He's a different prize. We'll talk about Nathan okay, Hill. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, so here's a quote. It's uh, I'll, in the article. I'll continue to read it. it. Says, "Quote: I don't know where parentheses the rumor came from." But everyone's talking about it, said Sarah Nash, a UI freshman and Mayflower resident. It kind of freaked me out. Fortunately, for the fearful and susceptible students among Mayflower's populace, a nice way to say fucking naive idiots, (laughs) a spokeswoman for the Oprah Winfrey show quickly dismissed the rumor. We never had such a show. There was never such a thing said, said Aubrey Pass of Harpo... Aubrey? Audrey. I can't fucking read. Pass of Harpo Productions. 
Every student who was asked where he or she found out about the massacre story said, I heard it from a friend. Oh, God. And that friend? Oprah Winfrey. (laughs) And that friend, my personal guide, Oprah. 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 Um, So, Cecilia will be the first to tell you guys, if asked, uh, that I got very, very invested once I found this article. Um, There, this... I kind of Googled some of the people who were mentioned in the article, oh so Sarah Nash, oh uh, Audrey Pass, and of course, the writer of this article, Nathan Hill. Yes. Uh, so I didn't really have a lot of luck with the first two that I mentioned. Um, uh, to be honest, I didn't look very far into them after I found out that Nathan Hill is now an author. Mm. So Nathan Hill, originally from Cedar Rapids, had a novel published in 2016 called The Nicks. Have you read? Have you heard of it? No, maybe. You look like you were thinking. This is just how I think. <laughs> <laughs> this is just how you look. Um, I'd never heard of it, but I also am illiterate. Um, this novel is like seven hundred and fifty pages long. So, like, sorry to Nathan Hill, but I'll probably <laughs> <laughs> anything over that article size. <laughs> anything that's not one of the four books I recycle. <laughs> So the prize that he won, I, I originally told people it was a Pulitzer because I didn't actually, like, read very thoroughly, oh and I just saw a award, and I was like, Pulitzer. <laughs> uh, but he won the Art Seidelbaum Award for First Fiction of the Los Angeles Times Book Prize. Jesus, that's specific. <laughs> it's very specific, and nowhere could I have gotten confused with Pulitzer. No! <laughs> I'm sure you're Pulitzer-worthy, Nathan, but... But you haven't won it, so... Um, he currently lives in Naples, Florida, uh, with his family. Um, he's, like, 40-something, so he was probably, like, in his 20s when he wrote this article. Um, I did hunt down his, like, contact information. Um, I found his publisher and, like, someone who's listed as a literary contact. Um, I emailed both of them. I actually got a mailer daemon for the publisher, uh, so he either no longer works yeah. for the publishing company or he's dead. Um, but I, I have to assume that the email went through to his literary contact because I didn't get a mailer daemon telling me otherwise. Um, but I have not heard back from him. Uh, I, I would have probably shit my pants <laughs> if I had. Uh, my so, email was very ass-kissing. Oh, absolutely. 100%. I checked it. I read it. <laughs> So I was like, no, it's fine. I was on hands and knees, like, Nathan Hill, please. We're such big fans. We're, we're such big fans after I just said on air I would probably never read his book. <laughs> not because it's not good. I'm sure it is great. Yeah. I just can't read. Did you even look up, like, what it's about? It was fiction, right, you said? Yeah, it's fiction. I kind of looked up what it was about. Um, but it was, like, it's, like, about this guy who's estranged from his mom and his mom is like has a lot going on in her life but it like takes place during the Nixon administration uh-huh. um, so it's like kind of political and like kind oh. of like trying to reconcile relationships type deal yeah it did, says, did you find the blurb um, I mean yeah it's mostly about the character talking to like finding his mom who had, quote, become a radical leftist activist. Which is great. Which is... Yeah, I love that. Maybe I, maybe I don't want to hear from Nathan Hill. 
I mean, unless he's like pro the mom. Yeah, right. Or uh, yeah, or like the character comes around to. The it mom. says it touches on many themes, including isolation, friendship, love, life purpose, the Vietnam War, the Iraq War, feminine oppression, and the digital age. Actually, doesn't look that bad. You might. Read I it. might read it, Nathan, and then I'll s- summarize it for us. Please Ash. come back with a book report. Yeah. But the thing is, for a book that's like seven hundred pages plus, your book report's not going to be like three pages long. <laughs> no. Um, and I will won't read anything longer than three pages. <laughs> <laughs> anything longer than a tweet? Count me out. Count me out, and like not even the new character limit. One hundred and forty <laughs> characters. The OG. OG. Um, so that's my stories for this week. Um, with a big chunk just about this author. <laughs> with a huge chunk about Nathan Hill and, like, my newborn obsession with him. God. I just think it would be cool. Like, yeah. I think that, okay, that is, like, a big thing. Because so far I think everybody who's listening is, like, from Iowa. And so, like, we get it. But there is, like, I, I've started to follow more, like, journalists and stuff on Twitter that are, like, Iowa journalists. And, like, if there is ever maybe kind of somewhat an Iowa connection, they will fucking find it and they will put it on the front page. Like, for anything. Of course, because, like, before... I mean, we kind of talked about this earlier, but, like, before coronavirus, like, the only reason at any time anyone paid attention to Iowa was, like, every four years for the caucuses, because we're part of the nation. Which were, again, also this year, which blows my mind. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but now it's just because we're a huge fuck-up. Yeah. I mean, no. I can't take personal responsibility. Kim Reynolds is a huge fuck-up. Yeah. Yeah. We know where the blame goes. (laughs) It is me. I'm so sorry, guys. Anyway, go vote. <laughs> go vote. Vote by mail. Vote early. Mm-hmm. Vote in person. Have a plan. That's what matters. Yes. Make sure you didn't get purged from the voting. Yeah, make sure that you... I guess at this point in Iowa, the voter registration deadline has elapsed, hasn't it? I think so, but I think they're same-day voter... Same-day voter registration? Mm-hmm. I know that it is for the caucuses, but is there oh. for a general election? I don't know. I can't vote. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the person to ask Good about that. Point. <laughs> um, so it's all y'all's fault. I have nothing to do with this election going on. I have already voted. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I feel like I've been talking forever, but also not very long at all. But it's That's, your turn, Cecilia. Yes. I mean, we're getting back into it. Um, getting back into the groove. Trying to find so, a vibe. Trying to find a vibe. Yes. Good vibes only. Okay. Yeah. So I also picked. Um, I have like three shorter ones um, that are just Halloween related superstitions, urban legends, things like that. So we're going to start with a cute one, um, which is just in general, not always related directly to Halloween, but like it is, which is like black cats. Love black cats, love cats. Um, dedicating this segment to my godchild Nike, <laughs> who is a little, a little black capitalist cat. scum. No, listen. <laughs> okay, it's my roommate's cat. She adopted him, so she didn't name him that. Um, but he like already knew his name, so she was like, "Did he?" Yes, he's smart. I love him. <laughs> he has seven nipples. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, no, but, like, I mean, black cats have kind of become, like, one of the symbols of Halloween for, like, all the decorations and, um, things like that, and so I just, like, was looking up, uh, Reader's Digest had a little true-false fact-checking article about black cats, and I picked out the ones that I thought weren't stupid, so the first one is just in general is 
um, are black cats bad luck? True. False. <laughs> First, if you don't believe in luck anyway, obviously you're not going to believe. I believe in luck and I believe that they're bad luck. <sighs> well, maybe that's just because of the part of the world we live in. Because in other places, black cats are actually good luck. Um, so an example is in Japan, uh, the Maneki Neko, or like the fortune cats that they have with the little paw that like yeah. stands. So close to ending <laughs> everything. <laughs> anyway, um, like those different cats, like depending on the color that they are, um, you know, they bring different kinds of good luck. And black cats specifically are said to ward off evil spirits. And that's also something I've heard before, where that's why witches had them as familiars, is because they ward off the evil spirits. Um, so, yeah. Okay, the next one is that black cats can fight diseases better than other cats. True. Yes, that is actually true. Um, <laughs> they linked to a study that I did not read. Um, <laughs> that there's evidence to suggest that black cats have certain like genetic mutations, like to make them that like has to do with their coloring that makes them resistant to certain diseases. Melanin wins every time. Yes, melanin. Um, I don't know why you repeated it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> melanin. Like you had to make sure I hadn't said melatonin. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, but it's, I think it's very cute. Um, one of them was black cats always have yellow eyes. Do they really? No, I'm asking. Oh, you're asking. I thought you were telling me a fact. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That one is, uh, that one's true too. No, it's not. Um, black cats can have, like, yellow, green, or even sometimes orange eyes. Ooh, Um, spicy. Yes, Nike has little yellow eyes. I think. Are they green? Yellow green. You don't even know Nike's eye color. No. Do you even really love them? Stop. <laughs> I'm so forgetful. No, but yeah, they can have like a variety, but like <clears throat> all cats also when they're kittens, they have little cute like blue gray eyes. Oh, like white babies. Like, yeah, like white babies. Aw. <laughs> Before they're Cats corrupted. like white babies. <laughs> cats like white babies. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Okay, this one. Okay, black cats are adopted at the same rate as other cats. I was going to say that I was going to answer true for all of them, but I know that that one is sadly false. Yeah. Um, So this one, okay, this article, and I looked into it more because this one labeled it as true. Did you read it? However, what? Did you read this article? Yeah. You just didn't read the study, so. Anyway, (laughs) this article said that it was true, but the like evidence that they had was that black uh, black cats make up a larger percentage of shelter populations which is like well yeah then that means that they're adopted as like higher rates because people give them up more (laughs) um so sadly one of the things was that like um shitty people who like adopt pets at like to be decorations um like around easter they'll like they'll adopt bunnies because they think it's cute and they don't know how to take care of them kind of similar in halloween often they'll adopt like black cats or like Things like that, um, but then like don't want to take care of them after until right. they get um, given back. So, um, Nike actually, we know that he got given up because the family had to move away and mm. they couldn't take him with, and it's very sad. <laughs> How old um, is Nike? He's five now. He turned five this year. He's a distinguished gentleman. Yeah, he's a Leo. Oh. <laughs> wow. My brother's a Leo. Oh, okay. Just personal experience. Okay. Well, this suck. Nike's different. Nike's just built different. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so overall, there's also like the um, urban legend that people adopt black cats to sacrifice them on Halloween, um, which there isn't actually like data necessarily on that. However, there are several shelters across like the country that will just not adopt like adopt them out. Yeah, they won't adopt out like specifically black cats and also sometimes pit bulls around this time for the same oh. reason, um, which is really sad. Uh, but this feels more like maybe it's not true and it's like a satanic panic. I think it thing. I think it is cuz like Halloween this isn't in the trivia or anything, but it is actually like a pagan holiday or it's like related to a pagan holiday that right. takes place like November 1st, I think is the the date, but um yeah, it's just, like, those things where, like, they're going to take them and they're going to kill them and, like, whatever. But I have actually seen a few other places now kind of fighting back on that. Like, on Halloween or in October, they'll actually have, like, quote-unquote specials on black cats. Adopt black cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where they're like, oh, these are cheaper this time of year. Um, which is, like, <laughs> they're animals, like, you know, they're not things. But at the same time, you know, if you are interested, um, sometimes black cats don't get adopted out as often. Um so if you're thinking about getting a pet, adopt, don't shop, get an old one if you want, because they also don't get adopted out as well. Shout out to all the black cats out there. You guys are doing amazing. Oh, we love you. We love you. You're so good. So this next one is about um, poisoned candy slash razor blades in apples. Um, so it's the, I think it comes out every year. Um, that there's like warnings to parents to be like check your kids candy make sure there aren't I kind of remember there being like PSAs about checking for like small holes as if people are gonna like inject poison you know into the candy um and so this was actually something that was studied by a sociology professor and his undergrad student from University of Delaware and so they wrote a paper and they called it the razor blade in the apple the social construct of urban legends now this cost 40 dollars to read and so i didn't access so you it absolutely did not read no. it no <laughs> however uh that professor joel best he did later on he wrote like a follow-up article with like um more current data because the original paper was published in like the 80s and so he did um i think it might have either come out i think it came out this year because he has data on, like, 2019. Damn, was that this year? What? 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know time. Um, but, yeah, so I learned that actually the term for, like, giving children tampered candy or, like, the phenomena of it is called Halloween sadism. Okay. Um, is, like, the terminology that was given to it. And so what he and his student did was, like, go through articles and like reports of times when um like a child got sick and like how um and so basically like what he concluded was that like there are some cases but it's not like it's someone who is like gonna kill an entire town or it's like it's you know like it's just like endemic no and it's also sometimes um falsely like related to the candy i'll explain um but while there aren't many cases, like I said, the media still, like, every year puts out, like, PSAs about, like, checking your kids' candy. Um, did your parents ever check your candy? Absolutely not. Me either. They let me overturn that bitch and just eat whatever I wanted out of there. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah, my parents either, um, I just got sent out, got candy, and then ate only that for, like, days. <laughs> um, which is the exact same thing I'm doing now. 
Um, now you have to pay for it. Though. Now I have to pay for it. But yeah, so he definitely has like concluded that this is just an urban legend. Um, and he actually was is able to point out certain dates where like the fear was higher because of like other things that had happened in the world so one example is in 1982 in september it's when the chicago tylenol murders happened Mm -hmm. which was someone like actually tampering with like tylenol Tylenol and um seven people died um and so obviously that year the fear was heightened um they also mentioned that in 2001 after 9-11 yeah it was like extra (laughs) um well, because this is another sure. urban legend or myth or whatever, but that's probably, like, has to do with, like, people actually, like, mailing anthrax. Yeah, yeah, that as well. Um, and so, yeah. Um, I did find this one statistic, which is interesting. So they polled parents in 2011 that had kids 12 and under about, like, concerns. 24% of them were concerned about poison candy, but only 15% were worried about abductions. <laughs> And one of them is verifiably more true than the other one, and they weren't as worried. Also, 15%. Let me let me backtrack right a second, because you said that it was, like, people with kids that were 12 and under. When did you stop trick-or-treating? Like, at what age? Um, I think probably when, like, 13 or 14. Oh, man, you lost the not because I didn't want to, because none of my friends wanted to, and oh. I didn't have anybody else to go with me, um, or else I still, to this day, would be out trick-or-treating. <laughs> I had plenty of shitheads to trick-or-treat with until, yeah. like, the middle of high school. Yeah. I never understood why people were mad at, like, teenagers trick-or-treating. Right, because, like, they're still kids, right? Like, they're teens. If you're under 18, you deserve free candy from yeah. houses. Yeah, exactly. Babies can't even fucking eat candy. That's for their parents. That, oh, I, that does piss me off when, like, people take their baby trick-or-treating. Yeah, yeah, because you're, like, quit food. Like, you're like, not Like, literal anybody. babies. Like, stop fucking joking. Like, it's one thing yeah. if you're going to go around to, like, show off your baby and, like, mm-hmm. you're not collecting candy. But, like, if you're collecting candy yeah. for that baby. It's worse. It's, like, the parents no costume and then, like, a half-ass baby costume. <laughs> That's for you, Deb. Yeah. That's not for your baby. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so, okay, so then he, there are some cases, again, here's some specifics. Um, these all have to do with, like, young children, so mm-hmm. I'm, like, not going to mention any, like, personal details. Also, content warning, death of children, like before. <laughs> um, so, total, there were, like, five that he found of, like, that kind of, like, justify the urban legend, but mm-hmm. not really. So, one example was a father who gave, who gave his child drugged candy because he had taken out a life insurance policy on the kid pixie sticks right um yeah so he i don't remember what kind of poison he put in but yeah um another one was an accident and a lot of them it's just because it happened to happen on halloween uh yeah um and so a child um had found heroin at a relative's house after they had gone trick-or-treating and ate it Um, and they thought that because he was eating a bunch of candy, they didn't notice him eating the heroin, and so they thought it was, like, the candy that was... That kid didn't even shoot it up, he just ate it? He just ate it. Like, I mean, it was, I don't know. (laughs) Um... No, that is awful. Another one was, and then, like, a couple other ones were children were out trick-or-treating, and because of an underlying health condition, Mm -hmm. um, had, um, passed away, but it was, like, because of heart condition or something like that. Um, but they attributed it to, you know, oh, they ate a bunch of candy and then died. And yeah. So, that kind of thing. So. I think that's a lot of these urban legends. It's like something just so happened to right, be Right, exactly. Halloween and like people for some reason are paranoid yeah, about Halloween. Yeah, or 
more likely to it's like someone actually close it's not a stranger right like it's gonna be again like foul play but like someone who's close to the child unfortunately um and then last bit of data so the year going back to 1958 the year with the highest reported incidents um, was 1971, and it was 14. It was the most that were ever um, reported. In 2019, there were four reported of, like, you know, the same kind of thing. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think in general, obviously, like, the stranger danger thing is probably <laughs> more, more of a risk than, like, candy. But even with that, it's also, oh, like, families more likely to right. abduct, <laughs> abduct children. Uh, the, the other thing is, too, it's like, oh, they're going to lace the the candy with drugs. I'm like, do you know how expensive drugs are that they're just gonna fucking give them to like random right. year old children? No. No one's gonna pay fucking twenty dollars for one tab of LSD <laughs> and give it to a kid. Like, yeah, like no. They're I don't know gonna the price do of it. LSD, but I don't fucking know. And I think I read, I did it right. I don't know why I did it right now, but like when like marijuana became legalized um, in certain states, there was also like a spike of like people being worried that they're gonna give their kids edibles. Like, <laughs> like. Okay. Also, yeah, like if you go trick or treating and someone gives you like a homemade like yeah, brownie, like, don't, don't take that. A homemade no. thing in the first place. No, only, only take pre wrapped. Pre wrapped. Yeah. Full size candy bars. Only. <laughs> yeah. I remember like sometimes there were certain houses where like they would just leave the bowl out and it's like, please take one. I'm like, no, no, yoink. Um, yeah. Okay, I do remember houses on Halloween that would fucking give you toothbrushes. Ugh. I, ha- I went houses. to one that got a penny once. Oh, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think I've gotten that too. Just like a fucking penny in the bottom of your bag. Yeah. Or like okay. popcorn balls. Yeah. Who fucking likes I got popcorn? bread ones. I think like a roll. Bread ones? Bread. Oh, bread. Like a bread roll. A bread roll? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you trick or treat at the Texas Roadhouse? <laughs> no. It was just like this lady and like she just had the pans out and she like baked these rolls. They were good. They were like sweet uh, rolls. You just are not taking even your own advice. I was so- a child. This is why you should keep an eye on your children. <laughs> yes. Also, another story about Halloween. My dad, it was like my mom was working. So it was like my dad was watching my brother and I and my brother went to take me out. I don't remember how old I was, but my costume was just like cat ears and like a tail and like Cecilia, black original cat boy. Meow. Um... <laughs> Ew. Ew. But he, my dad, I guess, like, wasn't paying close enough attention, and he sent me out with, like, no jacket and no gloves, and I came back, like, crying and, like, red because I was so cold. It gets fucking cold here in Halloween. Yeah, okay, that's the other thing, too, is, like, jackets just ruin the fucking costumes when you're, like, But it's impossible to go out trick-or-treating in the Midwest without a jacket. Exactly. So you have to, like, I think, yeah, usually it was just, like, masks and shit that you would wear, um, which is, like, one of the, be- like, downsides, I think, to Halloween in the Midwest. I was really that. smart one year, though, and I went as Freddy, so I got to wear a little sweater. <laughs> That's cute. Um, oh, are you dressing up for Halloween this year? Uh, my mom's birthday's on Halloween, oh. so I'll be at home okay. with my mommy. You're not going to scare her? Uh, I think she would put me in the grave <laughs> if I tried. Oh, spooky. Oh, spooky. Um, I think we're, like... We were going to try and, like, video chat some people and, like, dress up, but I still don't know what I would... Because I don't want to buy anything, so I'm just going to, like, look in, like, my closet and see what I have that I could dress up as. Sorry, like, my blank stares because I'm trying to retain this joke that I think is fucking funny that I should have said 15 seconds ago. Okay, go ahead. Go. Uh, homocide. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Anyway. 
what I was gonna say is I was gonna go as a gay clown because that's all I have in my closet. You don't even have to dress up. No. Uh, gay clown. <laughs> Me too. Um. Anyway. Uh. Okay. My last one. So this one was just like a story, I guess, that like gets told around Halloween. But all the ones that I found were only like a few sentences and weren't spooky. So I wrote a little mini story. So I'm gonna read You're it. Gonna like get a Pulitzer. Oh, wow. Watch out, Nathan Hill. <laughs> Nathan Hill, please critique my writing. Nathan Hill, please email me back. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna try and make it as spooky as possible. So there's a little girl who. <laughs> Ash was like dead stop when I said little girl. <laughs> Children scare me. Um, who was okay? There's a little girl who was at her grandmother's house for Halloween, and oh. she didn't have a costume, and she was like upset. And so the grandma was like, "Oh, I have an old trunk up in the attic, full of old clothes and such. Um, you should go see if you can make a costume out of it." She was like, "Okay." Closet cosplay. <laughs> Cosplaying on a budget at grandma's house. Um, Anyway, the little girl went up there and she found, yeah, like this like long white, like creepy little dress and like a hat and like this black wig, um, which she put on and she's like, okay, I'm like a witch. I'm a creepy little witch. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Remember when I said I was going to try to make this scary? I'm trying anyway. not to like verbally laugh. To yeah. keep it scary, but you're just doing it on your own. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, so she gets dressed up, and they're ready to go, and, like, she rushes out the door, and the grandma chases after her, and so they're walking down, like, the dark street in their neighborhood, and, you know, the, she's, like, it kind of, it, like, her head is kind of itchy, because, like, it's an old wig, and, like, the hat and stuff, and so she's, like, scratching it, and she notices little, like, clumps kind of falling out, but it's, like, an old wig, so she's, like, whatever, um, but they get to the first house, ding dong, ding dong, um, on the door, and the woman opens it, and as she opens the door, the light of the house illuminates the little girl, and the woman just screams. And then the little girl looks down and realizes that, um, yeah, it was a wig, but it was infested with thousands of spiders. And so that's <laughs> what was making her head itch. <laughs> anyway, that's literally the entire story. I think that's funny because, like, were the lights off at her? Yeah. I think the thing, that's why, like, the way I read it, it just, like, didn't make sense. I tried to make it make sense. It didn't work. So, like, I guess she didn't notice when she put it on, and, like, her grandma's old, so she didn't notice. Also, you said grandma at the beginning? Yeah. Okay, because I thought you said godmother, and I'm like, why is this child, like, specifically Catholic? (laughs) No. Hanging out with her godparents. Grandmother. Yeah. But I, so, it's just, everywhere I look, this was titled Spider Wig. And I just thought that was Spider really funny. Wing. Spider God. Wing. But just, like, the idea of, like, yeah, because, like, it was either made of spiders or infested with spiders, but I feel like you could tell if it was made of spiders. But if it was infested, you might just think it's, like, a little hair. I feel like you can still tell. Well, just, oh, I forgot to mention this little girl was me, and it's very stupid. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes yeah. it real. That tracks. That tracks. Um, but this, yeah, this is like pretty common though, like uh, secondhand things being bad. Yeah, like the I, I mean, even in like scary stories to tell in the dark, there's like the story of like the prom dress that yeah. like has embalming fluid. Yeah, like, their shit's like cursed and stuff. Yeah, just wash your wigs. Like if you're getting, I mean, even in like 
I love thrifting and like going to Goodwill and stuff. Also, we grew up poor, so that's all we could fucking right. afford. Like, wash the shit before you put it right. on. Right, like, at least. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like come up as like a trendy thing recently where people like are buying things. Thrifting. Yeah, like thrifting. Um, and I've seen some where people like mention, or like they'll do like hauls and stuff. Like, this is what I bought. But they'll like put it on straight out of the bag. And like the comments will be like, you need to wash that. You need <laughs> like, to wash it. Because not they saying don't. that it's like any dirtier. I mean, you can tell if there's like stains and stuff, but just in general, right. you should wash but it. But like in general, you're going to drop your stuff up at like Goodwill to donate it, and Goodwill's not going to wash it. No. I try to wash it at least once if I'm going to donate it. Do I always? No. Right. Uh, so it might just be like a funky little smell. <laughs> but anyway, uh, spider wig. Spider wig. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so mine are super short, but... Mine are only long because I got obsessed with Nathan, yeah. Nathan Hill. <laughs> Nathan um, I did, I mean, I found the razor blade one really interesting. It's just, I hated the fact that I couldn't fucking access his academic journal. <laughs> it has frustrated me since I've been in college. <laughs> Academia is not accessible. No. Uh, so trivia! Trivia! Okay, so you're gonna go first with yours. Oh, I am. Um... Yes, because you have less. Yeah, I do. I only have 10 because... Um, I have 20. I didn't know how hard we were going to go on this trivia. Um, some of mine are... <laughs> I think you're going to be upset with me with some of mine. I'm going to get all of them wrong, is the thing. I'm going to come off like a huge dumb idiot, which I am, but... I mean, to be fair, I didn't know like For my the ego, I wanted to at least get one right. You'll get... I think you'll get at least like... Two. <laughs> two out of 20 is abysmal. I'll curve it. <laughs> okay. So, this is my horror movie trivia. These are going to be easy. These are softballs. I got a 10 out of 10 on this one. So, if you don't... I'm also stupid. <laughs> okay. What classic horror movie features a serial killer in a William Shatner mask? Do you want oh. the options? No, I know it. Okay. Michael Myers. That's not the name of the movie. Oh, the Halloween. I thought you asked who. Halloween. That's correct. <laughs> Michael Myers. <laughs> the movie Michael Myers. <laughs> the movie Michael Myers. <laughs> Uh, okay, question two. Which horror movie, in which horror movie does the protagonist write a book that contains only the line, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy? Movie? Yeah. Okay, The Shining. Yeah, you got it. Oh, also, if you're following along at home, just pause it after the question. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving you any time. <laughs> no reaction time. No. Cecilia's like, I, I fucking know. got these. I know. Uh, these are all softballs. I, I, this was for fun. I didn't know Cecilia was actually going to try and break my spirit. Okay. This one might trip you up, maybe. What classic horror movie was originally titled The Babysitter Murders? Did you hear that? <laughs> There's a ding ding. Yeah, that was, I clicked the question. Oh, okay. Um, The Babysitter Murders. Was it Halloween? It was Halloween. Oh, okay. Jamie Lee Curtis. Didn't even, Love her. That didn't phase you at all. Okay. Um, how many people associated with The Exorcist died during production? Do you want the options on this one? Four? You're going to go with four. You, that's not even an option. Do you want me to give okay, you the options? Option <laughs> 12, 3, 6, 9. Mm, I'm go with six. Oh, oh. Wrong. No, nine? Okay. Ding, ding, ding. I was like, I know it's more than three. Yeah, nine people uh, associated with the film passed away. Oof. Wasn't one of them like a little girl that got like decapitated? Or am I thinking of a different thing? I feel like they would have mentioned that as the one that they 
mentioned in this article, but this one says by the end of the film's production, nine people associated with its making had passed away, including Jack McGowan, who played Burke Dennings, uh, Linda Blair's grandfather. Oh, Night I'm thinking Watchmen. of Poltergeist. Yeah. I'm thinking of Poltergeist, never mind, because that one also has shit associated with it, and yeah. that little girl died. That little girl died, but not because of the movie. No, I know. Well, it but, was like, like child abuse, wasn't it? Like her, I think her dad killed her. Well, yeah, but like she's associated with the like people associated with oh, the associated, guys. I like, like, like she the died associated with the movie, no. like specifically. I'm like, I don't think no. so. No, I am dumb. Anyway, we don't fact check anything. We just like to say unfounded information. Okay. Okay. Uh, number five. What horror film was the first movie to show a woman in just a bra and slip? It's a slip. Do you um, want the options? Yeah. Okay. The Wax Museum, Bride of Frankenstein, The Haunting, and Psycho. Mm, the Bride of Frankenstein? I like that there's sound effects. I hope it picks up the audio. <laughs> is it Psycho? It is Psycho. Oh, okay. Was she not the, was it not like the first nude shower scene? You, I don't think you actually see any nudity. Oh, I guess, yeah. It's implied that she's it's naked. It's implied that she's naked in the shower, but you don't oh, think okay. you actually see any nudity. All right. I think it's also the first movie that showed a toilet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I read that. So, um, What color is Freddy Krueger's sweater? Uh, red Colors. and green. Yeah, red and green. It's like a disgusting, dirty Christmas. <laughs> Do you want to know why? Did he die in Christmas? <laughs> I don't know. No. Uh, Wes Craven chose to make Freddy Krueger's sweater red and green after reading an article uh, in a 1982 Scientific American uh, that said that those two colors were the most clashing colors to the human retina. Good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and that's how we celebrate Jesus. Sure is. Okay, number seven. This is a... I'm not going to say anything. How many people does Jason kill in the first Friday the 13th film? 13. <laughs> 13. You have the options on this one? Yeah. Okay. 5, 9, 0, 13. 5, 9, 0, 13. Does he not kill anybody? He doesn't kill anyone. Really? His mom commits all the murders. Oh, oh that's I was going right. to say this was a trick question, oh. but that would have given it away. God. Uh, do you know Jason's mom's name? This is not a question, but no. since I have the answer. Mrs. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Jason's mom, can Jason come out to kill, please? This is Friday the 13th, ma'am. Can I have a glass of water? This is Friday. <laughs> Mrs. the 13th. Uh, Pamela. Oh, okay. Um, a woman named Pam would kill me. <laughs> God damn it. Um, this is not a trivia question, but a notification that I just got. Oh, no. Can I tell you what the name of the bot that just followed me on Tumblr is called? What? Cunt fucker kink <laughs> shamer. <laughs> no! I, I didn't even hear the full thing but the way you said it. Cunt fucker kink shamer. Oh, kink shamer. <laughs> yes. Tumblr removed the porn, but not the porn bots. Yeah, god damn it. Okay, question number eight. In the movie Scream, what is rule number one on Randy's list of rules for surviving a horror movie? Again, don't. do you want the options? Yes. 
don't go outside alone don't say i'll be right back don't drink or do drugs don't have sex don't have sex that's correct okay. i'll give you the ding okay uh number nine what horror movie required the purchase of 500 florida frogs and 100 giant south american toads i'm sorry options please. <laughs> options please okay pet cemetery invasion of the body snatchers creature from the black lagoon the frogs it's a black lagoon the frogs. <laughs> I was like, that's that was too obvious. That was too obvious, but it is the frogs. Okay, last question on my list. What was the original title of the blob? The only option. Icky. <laughs> icky is not an option. The icky. The icky is not. No. Okay. What? The thing. The lump. The spheroid, and the glob. Is it glob? It is the glob. Okay. I was because there's already the thing is like a thing, oh, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Damn. Uh, those are my questions. Great. You, you did there okay. Weren't... You missed a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that added sound effects. Th- mine do not have sound effects. It's just going to be me going, wrong. Okay. Are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Okay, so Halloween used to be known as All Hallows Eve and was before which Catholic celebration? Like, it's literally the day before what celebration? Catholic. I'm Catholic. Um, I'm Catholic. I should. I guess I was raised Catholic. Now I'd say I'm currently Catholic. Let me know if you want hints, or if you just don't want to give up. Do I have options? No. Oh, that's bullshit. Oh, none of mine have options. Can I have a hint? Oh, I'll say stay. Yep. Yeah. For people who don't know, I was humming the tune to "Oh, When the Saints Come Marching In." Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'll say stay. It was November. November 1st is November 1st. And so. Damn. The, it's the Eve. All Hallows Eve. Catholics! <laughs> okay. In 2018, <laughs> what percentage of millennials bought costumes for their pets? <laughs> Did you see that little ear fly out of my nose? Yes. Oh man, I'm glad podcasting's not a visual medium. <laughs> Uh, what percentage of millennials bought their costumes pets out of a hundred? Bought their costumes pets. <laughs> I bought their pet costumes. Uh, out of a hundred? Yes. That's how percentages work. Uh, is it higher or lower than I'm gonna think initially? Probably lower. Forty-seven. No, twenty percent. Okay. That's a lot um, I bought the cats a costume this year. Uh, it was a little lion, and um, it does not fit them. <laughs> I bought it extra small, and it's for dogs, and they're too big. Chenk has a llama costume. Oh. Uh, I love animals in costume. He hates wearing the head. Yeah. Taco, uh, Taco's the other cat, my roommate's other cat, and she's only, like, one. Uh, and she just will, like get down to lay on her belly and like army crawl because she can't really move in it and then she'll like flop on the side <laughs> nike can move around in it just fine he just doesn't like it she's alone but she's a yeah very good bitch. okay question number three this halloween there will be a full moon and it happens to be a blue moon what does that mean once what once in a blue moon but what does a blue moon mean like why is it called a blue moon that's when the Smurfs get to fly. <laughs> Smurfette's busiest night of the year. No. 
Okay, it's it's the second full moon in a calendar month. So now it's Mercury. No. <laughs> so we had a full moon on October first. Yeah, we sure did. And then again on the thirty first. Mm-hmm. Okay. So related, in what year will the next full moon during Halloween occur? Like, on the day of Halloween. Yeah. It's like what year? I, that doesn't help me at all. <laughs> I'm not an astrologer. Um, 2037. Oh, you're really close. Uh, it's 2039. Ooh, bitch, yeah. I'm going to count that as a win. <laughs> Within two years. Yeah, it's be- like, yeah, like 19 to something every... It's like rare. It doesn't happen that often. Once in a blue moon. Yeah. Um, there is actually a question related to that, I think, that I put in here of when the next um, blue moon will be. We'll get to it. Well, I think Smurfs only get a new Smurf every 100 years, so probably 2120. Shut the fuck up. I also just now realized, remembered that Smurfs was a movie and that was the plot, was that there's going to be a full blue moon. <laughs> there's going to be a blue moon and they're going to get a new baby Smurf. Yeah. Anyway, this one you're going to you're gonna hate me for. Not because of what the answer is, but just what the question is. Alright, shoot. Pope Gregory the Ninth <laughs> declared that this animal was evil as it is associated with devil worship and even said to carry the spirit of Satan himself. So what animal did Pope Gregory just fucking hate? So my heart says snakes because snakes are bad in the Bible, right? Yeah. But this is obviously something that's not mentioned in the Bible and Pope Gregory was just like, fuck oh, yeah. this no, creature. Yeah, uh-huh, 100%. I'm gonna go with crows. Nope. Cats. That was too obvious, yeah. though. I was going to fucking say, like, black cats, but that's, like, fucking... Not, like, no, not just black cats, no, literally I know, just cats. That was, like, my thought was, like, oh, black cats, yeah. because they're, like, witch familiars or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that was... Oh, I felt like that was he too obvious. hated cats. Which is, like... I, I just saw this thing where it's, like, uh, not to trust people who don't like cats. <laughs> don't um, trust Pope Gregory the Ninth. Yeah, because, like, cats are just, like, really independent and do their own thing. And mm-hmm. if people are, like, upset by that, then that says something about them. And I agree. Hey, can I ask a question yep. about your question list? Mm-hmm. How many more questions are related to um, Catholicism? <laughs> I usually don't know. I don't remember. Uh, too many, I think, already have been about <laughs> related to Catholicism. Um, okay, number six. This is question six. The first jack-o'-lanterns were actually carved out of what? Vegetables? Turnips. Yes, correct. And they're a thousand times creepier than the pumpkin They forms. look like little shrunken heads. They, yes, they look like people. What is the official word for the fear of Halloween? Like, fear of spiders is arachnophobia. Yeah. It's fear of Halloween. Yeah, I got you. Um. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. <laughs> Correct! No. Uh, Trichodecophobia. God damn it, no. Uh, Samhainophobia. Oh, because Samhain yeah. is, yeah. yeah. Halloweenophobia. Halloweenophobia. <laughs> okay. It's if another you're um, you're actually homophobic too. Yeah, mm-hmm. thousand percent. That's when we were all born. It's true. <laughs> okay, this one is actually related to a previous question, which I think might just give it away. But in 2018, 30 million Americans spent 480 million dollars on what? This is related to other questions. Mm-hmm. How, have my, how has my brain lost whatever the other questions were? Was it costumes? Okay. You have to, it's not a visual medium, so you can't just um, nod. But that's not the full, like, what kind of costume? Oh, pet costumes. Yes, pet costumes. $480 million. 
And I'll remind you that the stat was that millennials, only 20% of millennials bought it. Yeah, but that's the total. That's like yeah, non-millennials probably buy so it So it's more. mostly non-millennials. I bet fucking like 70-year-old people call Catherine oh, yeah. by fucking Oh, a thousand percent. Yes. Okay, this one's going to be more open-ended. <laughs> Open book. So name five movies that take place on Halloween or include a Halloween scene. Halloween. Yes. Halloween. Okay, cannot be French. Okay, that counts. All those movies count as one. No, you didn't specify. I, that. D- I okay. I wrote it down. Franchises count as one. <sighs> fuck you. So Halloween. <clears throat> Halloween. Uh, fuck. Other movies that happen on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Did Scream happen on Halloween? I literally have like the full list here. It doesn't. It doesn't. <sighs> Friday the Thirteenth doesn't happen on Halloween. Neither does Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-mm. Uh, your computer's making beeps. Sorry. I hope that's in the audio. Yeah. I'll give you a kind of a hint. They're not all horror movies. My brain only operates. Okay. <laughs> um. Fuck. 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 <laughs> Scary mm. Godmother. The children's animated film. Yes, correct. It's not on the list, but yes, that does count. <laughs> Fuck yes. You have two. Scary Godmother 2. Wait, Halloween Town? Yep. Bitchin'. That's three. Uh. Did I get a hint? Can I get um, I'm trying to find a hint. I'm trying to <laughs> I don't know references about some of these movies. Uh, Jinkies. There's like so many Scooby Doo movies. Just say one. Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> the next hint. The next hint. Phone home. E.T. Yeah. I guess they have. I've never yeah. seen E.T. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a scene where, like, to get him out of the house and somewhere else, it's like Halloween, and so we dress him as a little ghost, and he's in the basket and the in the bike. Um, I love that for him. Yeah. Um. He so here's some like pieces. other favorites that I like didn't realize were took place around Halloween or whatever, but uh, Mean Girls. Is one. But the quote is October 3rd. But there's a Halloween scene. They go to a Halloween party in the movie. I've never seen Mean Girls. Oh my god. I am not educated in film. God. So some of the other like horror. So The Exorcist, Amityville Horror, uh, Pet Cemetery, Poltergeist. All have either occur on or have like part of the ones that are Halloween. Um, some other Karate Kid. Casper. Oh, Some R.L. Stein Goosebumps ones. Um, I don't know why I thought Casper took place on, like, Christmas. No. Also, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Shut the fuck up. Um, uh, Cowboy Bebop, the movie. Oh, Cowboy Bebop fucks. Uh, oh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Meet the Wolfman. <laughs> Yo. That yep. one uh, takes place on Halloween. Uh, and then just, yeah, like, a lot of different ones. But, yeah. Cool. Did you I ever- thought you would like that one because you like movies, but... <laughs> I just froze up. There's too many movies, and <laughs> not enough of them take place on Halloween. Yeah. Um, okay. Halfway there. The worms in my brain kept saying Gremlins, but I know that one takes place on Christmas. <laughs> but, actually, I think Gremlins 2 takes place on Halloween. Um, let me check. I closed the... Thing. That might be fake. It might also be Christmas, because... But, okay. I think it's I'm It's not thinking, on the list. Huh? It's not on the list. Okay. I'm thinking if I thought it was Halloween because one of the guys in the television studio where this, like, 
Gremlins 2 takes place. Have you seen Gremlins 2? No. Well, one of the people in there is like dressed up as a vampire, and that's like his bit for his show. Oh. But Okay. Damn. Okay. Halfway this through. one's also kind of a bullshit one, but what year was candy corn first sold? 23 BC. <laughs> no. 19... Is it earlier or later than... Earlier. Earlier than 1900s? Mm-hmm. Earlier than 18? No. Okay. 1878. Nope. Really close. 1888. Oh, man. Um, and also, they used to call it chicken feed. Just because it looked like the shape you give chickens. <laughs> I thought you said chicken feet. Oh, no. Feed. Um, okay. Pumpkins are native to what area of the world? <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> Um, no. <laughs> so it's not Punkylvania. No, it's not Punkylvania. Okay. Um, in my heart of hearts, I want to say the Midwest, but I feel like it's something unexpected like uh, the South. Yeah, actually, southern United States, northern Mexico. Um, and the most commonly used pumpkin for, like, carving and stuff is, like, a Connecticut pumpkin. It's, I mean, like, it's since spread out in, like, other places, but... <clears throat> That's not um, in the South Connecticut. I know that one. <laughs> um, this one actually was already part of yours. I was going to say, the iconic mask that Michael Myers wears on Halloween is a mask of what actor's face? Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> William Shatner. <laughs> yes. They just spray painted it white and cut the holes bigger, and also it only it costs less than $2. Yeah, because the budget for that movie yeah. was... Okay, this one, you have to really hear how I'm enunciating. Oh, fuck. What is pumpkin chucking? Pumpkin chucking is when they chuck pumpkins. It's a little more specific. I'm just going to tell you. When they it, catapult them? Like with yep. those like, catapults? Yeah. It's like a sport yeah. where people compete to build machines and see how far they can launch them. So like catapults, slings, all that kind of those stuff. Those are but, very dangerous. Um, it, also, in the article that I saw about this, it was like, for writing purposes, it's sometimes called pumpkin chunkin'. Pumpkin chunkin'? <laughs> That's how I would say it. Pumpkin chunkin'. Um, okay. Which famous performer died on Halloween in 1926? Fuck. What fucking bullshit question? I'll narrow it down. He was a magician. Harry Houdini. Yes. He died on Halloween in 1926. I didn't want to say magician because I would just give it away. I, I think I knew that one in the back of my mind, but I hated the question. <laughs> I warned you. Okay. This one also is going to be just like an estimate that you can give me. Um, so the haunted cave in Lewisburg, Ohio is the longest haunted attraction in the U.S. How long is it in feet? 1,200 feet. No, it's shorter. <laughs> um, it's 3,564 feet long. That's longer. And it's located... Oh, I think it's a... oh, I think it's a 12,000. 1,200. Oh, no. Okay. Yes, that's longer. And it's located 80, 80 feet underground. Like, it's a legit cave system that they will take people down through. Do you have to walk it or do you get, like, a little I think you or... walk it. For parts of it. That's, that's uh, like they are wild. shut down this year, though, because of COVID. I, yeah, I imagine so. You don't want to pack a yeah. bunch of people in a cave. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, looks fun, though. I want to do it, but it looks <laughs> Okay. Looks fun, but I'm built different. Yeah. Uh, who was the first lady to decorate the White House for Halloween? I think it was Nancy Reagan. Nope. Earlier than that? I don't ask me that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely can't help. <laughs> I can tell you the year. 
Okay. Uh, 1958. 58. That was before JFK. Sure. Yeah, it was. I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't know anything about, like, the president in, like, the timeline. Was it Nixon's wife? No. One more guess. I don't know. Uh, maybe Eisenhower. Eisenhower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for her. Okay. According to superstition, if you stare into a mirror at midnight, what will you see? Bloody Mary. No. Candyman. No. Your greatest fears? No. Your future spouse. That's gay. That's not like- <laughs> God. That's not even spooky. No. Unless I mean, you're afraid like, of commitment. I think it's part, it's like leftover from like the pagan leftover. stuff. Um, that's just like, it's not scary. It's just if you look into a mirror at midnight. Do they have mirrors? Pagans? Yes. Did they? I'm like, that's a legitimate question. Like mirrors are pretty new, aren't they? Because it's like sand. I don't, there's, Glass is sand. There's modern pagans. Like they still practice today. <laughs> no, I know. But like to be the origin Maybe it might have been just like a reflection or something. A reflective surface. It is the day before Samhain, so it might have something to do with that. Damn, is that like incest then for like Narcissus? (laughs) Narcissus, because didn't he see himself and was like captured by his reflection? He's a flower now, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, Okay, okay, this is like the 18th question. How many colors (laughs) of M and M's are there in a normal bag? Brown, yellow. Blue, red, green. There's five. Six. Six. What's the other color? Uh, red, orange, yellow. Orange. Yeah, green, blue, brown. Orange. I missed yeah. orange. Um. Okay. So when visiting the White House, Winston Churchill supposedly saw the ghost of what former president? Lincoln. Yes. Also, unfortunately, Winston was naked when this happened and smoking a cigar. Me I too. hated that I learned that. Um, so, Buckass Naked saw Abe Lincoln okay. just by a fireplace, and then apparently Abe chuckled and then disappeared because he saw his okay. dick. So he laughed. Okay, dick longer or shorter than the cigar? I don't know. They didn't <laughs> fucking mention that. I know, but he laughed. So, like, what's your assumption? Like, it had to have been shorter, right? Yeah, it was like cold from like a chode. Like a, like a little micro-penis. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to think about it. Okay. Uh, this is also movie Winston Churchill's This is the last balls. one. Okay. How long did it take to film the movie Halloween? How long did it take? Mm-hmm. I feel like it was kind of short. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it was 16 days. No. Longer. 32. 21. Ooh. Right between yep. my guesses. Yep. It took 21 days to film Halloween. Yeah. I knew it was pretty short. Yeah. All right, that's it. I did not keep track in any way about which no, ones you right or wrong. Um, I might go back when I'm editing and point it out and see. Please don't. Trouble I yourself. will. Okay. Okay. I got like four of them right. <laughs> if you played along at home, let us know. Um, let us know if you did better than me. Yeah, please. Uh, I know you will. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> I meant about me, not you. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, but about me, too, because I am dumb. Yep. Good. That was fun. That was... Sure. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, this episode coming out sometime. Yeah. I and mean, when you're listening. You'll, you'll get the next one. You'll get the next one when you fucking get it. When you fucking get it. It might be another five months. Yeah. 
to be honest, and you, no one can blame us. It's fine. There's a lot of other podcasts you can go listen to. In these unprecedented times. <laughs> I hate you. I hate that <laughs> so much. Um, we are with you. Through it all. Yeah. Holding your hand, but not really, because, you know. Honestly, quit bitching. If you really loved us, you could re-listen to our episodes. You could honestly... If you're listening to us, you know us, and you could just text us. Text us. Yeah, yeah, like and subscribe. Yes, follow our Instagram and Twitter, which are Maze of Horror. Uh, Send us emails at mazeofhorror at gmail.com. Watch out for spooky, scary skeletons in the Maze of Horror. Pope Gregory the Ninth. <laughs> if you got cats, watch out. Okay. Okay. And.